Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. By its very existence and character, Berlin remains the most compelling argument for an open world. We're reminded of the many traditions of openness and democracy that have marked the history of this city. Amer, miss me. <laughs> what was the reason why we led the world beginning around 1905, 6, and 7, and 8? Huh? We've already created over 628 years, or 38,000 uh, manufacturing jobs. Hmm? In 2018, when they tried to do it, we went 54 states. Uh-uh. Sent 21st century, going into the 20th From the 20th century going into the second quarter of the 21st century. It's going to bring a billion, a trillion, seven hundred million dollars, billion dollars off the sidelines. Nope. By 16, there I've already gone in for yet, and a lot more grass. Another 20 or so. No. Mountain stretching 14 feet high, 14,000 feet high. More than 200, and now I think it's up to 30,000 people. A hundred, a million people died. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The, the, the truth is, it's cruel symptoms can strike anyone. That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Wayne Dupree Program. Miss me. <laughs> I, wonder if that was be- uh, I wonder if that was before or after he got shot. <laughs> I think it was after. <laughs> it was after. That's why it was so funny. <laughs> he... He was a nice dude. Now, um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree. I'm the host of this ragtag fleet. Let me introduce the current, I mean, the, the godfather of conservative radio, the general, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. What's up, Hutch? Corporal ragtag here, just ready to get into this and uh, enjoying a new era. That's right. And then let me introduce the rookie of the bunch, Mr. J.R. Robinson. What's up, Jay? Private Robertson showing up for duty, Mr. Dupree. Sarge. No, I'm kidding. Sarge. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time watching the show, get ready. Get ready. Share the show. Jason, why is it really important to share the show? All right, folks. So everything you've ever heard about big tech censorship is true. Uh, for those who are on Twitter and you see the Twitter files, you'll, you'll see it's a thing. So the way it works is we get to publish this on different platforms, Rumble, YouTube, Facebook, 
uh, Twitch, uh, Gatter. Um, but to get reach, we need people to like, comment, share. When you like, comment, share, and interact with the content, uh, it overpowers the algorithm so more people get to see it. Uh, we take time out of our day to hopefully share some information with you guys, entertain you, um, and, uh, and bring a knowledge that you, you might not see any, anywhere else. And the, only, the easiest way to help support that is just doing like, comment, share. It helps get the message out, and uh, we appreciate you taking time for tuning in. And Hutch, one of our one of our um, awesome partners is um, uh, Patriot Supply. Um, they, um, for our listeners, you can visit preparewithwd.com. Received up to two hundred fifty dollars off a three month emergency supply, or fifty dollars off a one month supply. Right? It's packed in a nice uh, nice buckets, depending on which package you get. Uh, but it's easily transportable, storable. Put it in the corner and forget about it. At the end of the day, if you don't need it as a emergency measure, you've got food right there. Delicious food. Good uh, shelf life for up to 25 years with oxygen uh, absorbers uh, in, the, in the containers and a wide menu. Really good products. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, before, well, before, we get into th- um, before we get into breaking down what's happening right now within the news, I just have one question. I asked it yesterday, and I'm going to continue to ask until I get the right answer or an answer. The question is, why is Hakeem Jeffries wearing lipstick? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know whether I'm the only person that's seen it or whatnot, but I had to go back and look at pictures and stuff, and sometimes his lips are ruby red, and then sometimes (laughs) they're just pale pale as a baby's bottom. I'm like, what? I mean, what is it? The foundation or something? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know, but I never we'll dabbled in makeup. Listeners. Never dabbled in makeup and don't have any tattoos either. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, we'll need our female listeners to enter in the chat, like what, what he's doing with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, was that for camera? Because I know one time they tried to make me white. So, I mean. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I yeah, saw I saw you. Brett Bear when we were at the at the convention. I saw him walking down the street looking like a cabbage patch doll. <laughs> but, but he had all kinds of foundation and stuff on his face. It looked horrible in person. Ugh. We um hopefully hopefully we reached out to some of the members of the um Freedom Caucus. And uh, I reached out to them last night. Got a couple responses back from some uh, and waiting for some responses from the other. I think I'd rather have uh, members of the Freedom Caucus than anybody else that's in Congress right now. Uh, I mean, a, I, that's a good point, man. Because really, that's where we are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's where we are, folks. And, and you have to look at it as a progressive thing, not progressive as in ideology, but progressive as in progressing. You know, we had one or two, then we had five, then we had six or seven. Now we got twenty. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and we got to we have to focus, in my opinion, I think the way to fight back is at the primaries. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't get caught up in the general. The general is not the first fight. The most important fight to me is the primaries. I mean, you got these 20 guys that went against 400 uniparty people. Mm-hmm. Well, and these guys are going to have a great opportunity. I mean, the the show topic, we're going to talk about the Biden documents, the House can initiate an investigation into the Biden documents. And they should. And, and they should. should. 
Anything. So, I mean, I got to say, the, they got the rules passed. I was surprised pleasantly. And, I mean, this Biden document thing, this is this is a pretty big deal. And uh, what I'm hearing, and I, I sort of pushed this out right before the show, but what I'm hearing is how the media tries to protect the left. Yep. Uh, oh, Chuck Todd's on full display. Even some established Republicans are trying to protect Biden in this situation. They're saying, well, the number of documents, who cares about the number of documents? They were documents. They were classified documents. And if you and if you want to go further than that, they just found him in November. He hasn't been vice president for five years in an unsecure building. Yeah, we should probably give an overview for those who haven't heard the story with what happened. So leaked, the FBI discovered documents in a office that Joe Biden officed out of at a Democratic think tank in Washington, D.C. The, they discovered the Penn, it. The Penn Biden Center or something. Penn like Biden that. Center, yeah. They had an office in there. They were cleaning it out, and they found classified documents in the closet there. So it's been unsecured since Joe Biden's been vice president. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden doesn't have the ability to declassify him. The horrifying thing to me, though, is the FBI knew before the midterms. Oh, no. Yeah. And so did Joe Biden, as a matter you of sent, fact. You send the FBI, but the uh, from what I'm hearing, the attorneys were sent over there. They were cleaning it out and they found them. Right. The, the Joe Biden's the attorneys, attorneys Joe, found right. the documents. Right. And then self-reported to the FBI before the midterm. And, and, they, and the National Archives. And the National Archives. And they've known about this. Fully cooperated with them, unlike with Donald Trump. But see, right. I guess I guess my question, and, I, and I'm jumping in on that because you went straight to the FBI, but I'm sure they went to the National Archives first. Yep. Because uh, my question to the National Archives is, if you knew or you went around, you, you, President Trump, we, we can't, we know you have um, something. Can you give it to us? Okay. President, um, well, okay. Well, we're just going to have to call the FBI. If that's the case, why didn't the National Archives call the FBI on documents that they didn't have from Biden when he was vice president? Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the National, Ar- National Archives, you want to be political? We can be political. We can play this game if you want to. You well, did it with Trump. You didn't do it with Biden. That was suspect to me. To me, what's terrible is the FBI, not to just keep beating that drum, but the FBI is interfering in elections. They interfered in 2020. They interfered with COVID. They they are not. They caused Watergate. They caused Watergate. Yeah, I, I mean, they have a long history of being of shenanigans and i don't know how long the american people are going to be okay with this continuing to happen it's it's ridiculous it's it's been built in it's been built in for so long i mean you look at the oklahoma city bombing of the murrah federal building who is the cleanup woman for that one merrick garland Mm -hmm. this is how they roll man this is how they get promoted they keep the same corrupt people uh you know in leadership and, and continuing to ascend and we end up with, you know, the, the terrorist that was on the FBI's warning on his radar, on their radar. To George Santos? No. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> look, that dude is creepy looking. I don't he know what he's saying in Congress, looking. man, but he like. Yeah, he's he's definitely. 
He is creepy looking in Congress. He's got secrets. I just hope, I just hope, and this is me, I hope that they find another Republican to replace him. That's what I want. I want another, because I, I, I still say he's a Greek tragedy waiting to happen. Um, but in the, in the case of Joe Biden, uh, you can't say he was incompetent with this. Um, you know, somebody even said, well, you know, the, the files were meshed in with other things and stuff like that. Y'all supposed to be meticulous. Your, your, your people are supposed to, have, you can't be, you can't be that, that, that ignorant or that, that lack of days ago with classified documents in the military. We know this, don't we? Right. We know this because Jason, when, when you first get in the military, and if you had, if you just so happen to have one of those jobs that you have to deal with classified stuff, they explain to you air, up, down, sideways, left, right, and stuff. That, I mean, when it's in your possession, it's in your. If something happened to it, that's your ass. Yep. If I mean, and, and let me expand on a little bit. If something happened to it, not only is it your ass, you you're in major trouble. You're looking at court martials and this and that and stuff, and you might not never stuff see your that lasts the rest of your years. life. Stuff that yeah, lasts the rest of your life. Man. All right. Yeah, they don't play. They don't I mean, play. And I mean, I mean, I worked in administration, so every time, <laughs> every time I had to carry a classified document over to another place, I'm like, dang. Right. <laughs> like, don't drop it. Don't lose oh, it. Oh man, I got that thing. That's how that's how much they scared me with the classified documents. Okay, that's why I know, and I know how some people, I, I know how the Twitter investigative and te- uh, detectives and stuff talk about President Trump um, can declassify. And yeah, you know what? He can't. But there's a process that after he does it, other people have to know about it so that they can um, checks and balances to make sure that everybody else knows from that point on that these things are declassified. Okay. Right. That's the same thing that Biden didn't do. All right. Here's the big thing, too. We talked about it yesterday when we were talking about January 6th. Whatever standard you want to use for January 6th protesters to leave them rotting in jail needs to be the rule go forward. You did say that. And you set a protocol with this document thing where we're going to send the FBI to search your entire house, even rooms that like no documents were ever in because they were in the storage cellar and they're going through Baron Trump and Melania's underwear, right? So if you're <laughs> going to set that precedent and this is the legal precedent and every American has to live by that standard you set, we need to we need to hold everybody accountable to that. Joe you know, Biden is not above the law. No, he's and, not. And I think that's where you go. I don't think you accept the fact right. that that's legal precedent. That is not legal precedent. That's well, unconstitutional tyranny. And, and the people should be punished that caused it, that did it. We shouldn't We shouldn't allow it to form our future. Right. You know well, and I mean? that's what I'm saying. Either way, if, if you're going to do that to Trump, then you have to do it to Biden. Or if you're not going to do it to Biden, then you can't do it to Trump. It's, I, I agree with that. And the people that did do it to Trump should be prosecuted for doing it to Trump. Correct. That's the crime. And the, and then if you really want to, touch up, one hundred percent agree. Those person that did it to Trump should be prosecuted. Yeah. And that goes to the governor that allowed that to happen and not say anything to the president of the United States that was in his state that that made his state the home and didn't let 
Get her. I, I, all right, y'all, but be careful. Be I'll careful. tell you something else where we need to be careful, in my opinion. And, and I'm just throwing this out there because I know it's a sensational story. But would we rather have the focus be on this BS document situation or on the Ukraine influence of the federal government or China's influence of the federal government? Hey, do we, do we want to get sidetracked on this where you know nothing's going to happen at the end of the day? Check this out. Victoria Sparks. The one that voted president. Yeah. She's Ukrainian. No, that's okay. I heard her. I didn't know that. I didn't put those two together. She's Ukrainian, but now she's in House of Representatives. And I knew something was different when I looked at her. I was like, man, she looks... I was like, damn, she looks Russian, though. You know what she reminded me of? She reminded me of Frank Underwood's wife. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Claire. Claire. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I was like, but but when they start interviewing her, and you start listening to her, I was like, uh, she, she got an accent there. She she ain't from just Indiana. She she's from somewhere else. <laughs> and then she said she was Ukrainian born. I was like, there you go. That's why the Republicans are um, sending money. I um, I'm signing on to send money over to Ukraine. That's why. Yeah, that's why. You know, here's why I think this story is important, and I'm glad we're talking about it today. At some point, something's going to happen that is going to wake people up to what's going on in the country. And a lot of people that watch this show are awake to the tyranny. And I think one of those levers is going to be unequal treatment of American citizens. But let me ask you something. something. We've been talking about people waking up and people waking up. What kind of sleeping agent have they taken for it to last this long? I mean, complacency. I've said it a hundred times. There's too much food. Yeah, you have. Actually, it's media manipulation. I have a good friend of mine. It was funny. We have a hundred dollar bet that Joe Biden or he he bet a hundred dollars that President Trump wouldn't be able to run in 2024 because of his conviction from the documents. So I let the story run through and he watches news. He watches MSNBC and stuff. And mm-hmm. I and I text him the story this morning about the Biden documents. And he mm-hmm. watches the news every night. He didn't hear about it. So he called me and he's like, he's like, what's this? I'm like, yeah, they, there was this think tank, fifty five million dollars from China in the think tank. And it was classified documents. He's like, well, that should be like on the front page of everything. But if you don't consume conservative news, well, and even if you do, you don't know this happened. But well, new, the news aside, look at the rest of the media, right? which is also controlled by the CIA and the CAA. Yep. The rest of the media, what are they putting out to the American people? Freaking movies that are cartoons. They're putting out <laughs> nonsensical stuff that means right. nothing to keep people asleep. What are they doing? They're legalizing marijuana all over yeah. the place. Yeah. They got fentanyl coming in through the borders. This is all to put people to sleep. It's all by design. Americans are becoming stupid. Right. And it's a shame. It really is. Yeah. I mean, believe me, I've watched it. I've watched it. I've seen it. And it's like, you, again, what type of sleeping agent are the, are the American? I mean, and like you said, it's, it's the manipulation from the CIA-led yeah. media. Um, the FBI enforcement, if you don't... Holly, Hollywood is the enemy of the United States of America, folks. Literally, literally. Right. 
They are working for the government, folks. Every yeah. actor you ever saw is working for the left. Yeah. Yep. Biden classified. You want to talk about Trump, do you? Team Joe Biden addressed his access to classified information in an interview with me. This was in the context of Russia's interference in U.S. elections, and it was in that office, the Penn Biden Center. I don't have access to classified information anymore. I don't get briefed every morning by the agency. Really? As I did for eight years. As I did for eight years. Really? Andrea's old, boy. Yes, she is. You know who her husband is? Yeah, the old Fed chairman. Fed is. Well, yeah. What? Yeah, he, he owed it in water and twice his week. But what, what was his name? Old oh, Fred guy. Yeah, I thought you said his name. No. Let me put you on the spot because I can't remember it either. Yeah. What's his name, Jason? The old Fred I guy. I can't remember. The chairman of the Fed for about 50 years. Yeah, well, 150 years. Um, he has anyway. glasses. <laughs> Andrea <Anyway. Mitchell. laughs> Now you're going to send me on Google. Somebody she, somebody bail us out in the chat. She got to be 90 at least. She got to be 90. Who? Uh, Andrea Mitchell. You you know usually they get rid of old women like that. I know. <laughs> the question was: Have you ever mishandled classified documents? Yes, I, you have. I, I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> Yes, Green, you Greenspan was his name. Alan Green, Greenspan. yeah, Alan Greenspan. Yep. That's it. Thank you, John. Dunn, thanks for the help. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Alan Greenspan. I'm surprised he's still around. You know? I'm surprised Andrea is still around. <laughs> I'm they're surprised ta- they're all taking the same little kid uh, supplements like Henry Kissinger and all them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, said- Wayne, do you have that 60 Minutes clip too, where he was Biden was interviewed and he was saying Trump is so irresponsible, he shouldn't be able to. To you know, Scott run for Pelly. yeah, it, it was crazy. But you know, the, the thing is, we're in such a <laughs> nothing can happen, man. What are they going to do? Is is a Democrat-controlled Senate going to convict? No, you know, I mean, what's the point? That's and, and I'm glad you said that because we were talking about some other stuff, and um, it's like, hmm. They passed the rules package last night. That was Great. good. Which is good. And then they for, did for the one third of government. Yeah. And then they did the IRS. IRS thing. IRS thing. That's going to get voted down. You right. got right is going to get voted down. That is a, that's a ceremonial vote that we've been talking about yep. for all these years. And it was a feel good and all that. You know, and, and you know, maybe uh, if if they wouldn't, if Mitch wouldn't have held back so much money from the candidates, it would mean something. Uh, but no, Mitch McConnell is a traitor. Yep. Yes. Yep. And 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 you remember what that senator said? He's like, well, you know, we had to do this because you know, you know, we don't want the house fumbling over their own self and stuff, and you know, they get in their own way because he knew he knew what was coming, and that's why they decided to do it. Think of a think of a, a corrupt a, a crime family. All right, you got these two factions, the Democrats and the Republicans. Does anybody out there really believe that the dem, the money, all the money that the Democrats mass, 
They're not spreading some of that around to the Republicans in there. Right. Like, say, those 200 that voted for McCarthy right away. Do you think that those people in the House are going to really upset their own payday? They're going to tell on it. They can't. If they call out the Democrats, they're going to be busted, too. Well, and and I guess to answer the question, like, why do we talk about it? So here's how I view what we do on this show. We hope to entertain you. We appreciate you tuning in. We hope to educate you and tell you things that they're not covering on the mainstream media and do it in a way that you'll want to share. Because I guarantee if you go up to 10 of your friends who don't follow this stuff, they'll have no idea what happened with the Biden documents. No clue. And eventually we're eventually going to get our George Floyd moment as conservatives. If you remember what happened to George Floyd and that was crap and like they way overblown it, but it unified all of it and they had riots in the streets. And eventually they're going to push conservatives too far and there's going to be a trigger event where we're going to just wake up and say we're sick of it. We're not second class citizens. We live in the United States of America. We we deserve all the same rights that everybody else does. And that's why (laughs) things like this Biden documents thing, that could be one of those things that starts swinging people to our side that say, this is crap. You can't do this to Trump and not do it to Biden. I think on a more on a more cultural level, I think one of those triggering events already happened. And it was last week's Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. With DeMar. And, And I forget his last name. But, you know, this guy. You had people on both sides of the aisle and both teams praying publicly. You right. had a guy on ESPN praying, and he didn't get fired. Right. This is I, I was talking about this last night with a friend of mine. You know, it's just every single day there's numerous children dropping dead of heart attacks. Yeah. You can't keep that under forever. Right. I think that is an event right there that that might be the catalyst. Because oh, yeah. that tra- that trans- transcends politics. And, and and not not only does it transcend politics, it kind of doesn't. Because way more Democrats got the jab than Republicans. Right. Right. So they're um, going to be the ones dying the most. Okay. But well, you know what uh you know what gets me is that we have a lot of people on our side. Uh yes. If we're gonna, if I'm gonna call out people in D.C., then I'm gonna call out people that aren't in D.C. And a lot of people on our side, they got the jab. Sucks to be them. But when they got on social media, they act like they didn't get the jab. Okay, and 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 honestly, not one time on this show did we tell anybody to get the jab. We just said. We weren't gonna get it. Yep. We just I you know I ain't gonna get it. I ain't, I ain't getting it. I'm not getting it. Because first off, you, you can call me anti-vax all you want to. I don't believe I mean you can't call after, me that. I got a shot record. Yeah, after yeah, well, yeah, actually, actually I got it when I was in the military. But uh, other than that, I don't believe in them. I, I really don't. I really don't because I used to. I used to after believe the, the flu shot. After learning about Tuskegee and what they did to those uh, men with syphilis and stuff, and when they found the cure, they didn't tell them for about forty years. They didn't. They didn't tell them. Forty years. They still doing an experiment when they had the cure. So you know, I'm like, nope, nope. Um, oh man, we could. That's just me. I have an interesting background on the whole vaccine thing because I did nonprofit work with uh, Minnesota's Children's Hospital 
uh, back in the early 2000s where they were really concerned that there'd be a flu pandemic because there was the bird flu and the swine flu and that kind of stuff going on. So I actually got to sit in meetings with them where they were training people on like what they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish. And the product they came out with that they call a vaccine, it's not. I mean, you no, take not a vaccine. The, no, the mRNA vaccine, like back in the gene early 2000s. Therapy. Well, yeah, it's gene therapy. What it does is when you get a shot, and this is right from the CDC website. Go ahead and fact check me, folks. Read the document. You you'd get the injection and it creates, it mutates cells in your body to produce spike proteins that are similar to the spike proteins on the COVID vaccine or on the COVID virus. So you inject this stuff that, that makes some of the cells in your body mutate. Your body attacks the mutated cells with the hope that when COVID comes in, because COVID actually has a spike protein on it, that it'll attack that, that thing. That's not a vaccine. Like that is gene therapy. I mean, and literally you can read it on the <clears throat> website i think it's a biological weapon myself oh it that, is. Right it is. That, that, i mean look we're talking about a country that puts sars in the subway i right. mean you, you know what i'm saying um to them to them they have billions of test subjects if they need it they don't they don't care their ultimate goal is to find the, the perfect biological weapon with the perfect delivery system that's right but the that, scary part is the united states government was working with them and, and, right. and funding them. You know why, don't you? It's called black. I'm well, it's not blackmail, but um, it's called master slave, master slave. Yeah, that, that's basically what it is. And uh, the people in DC are are beholden to the Chinese government. Yep. I mean, and that, my friends, is the story. That's the story. That's the story that that's we have to get to. We gotta we gotta be careful of not. We only got so much time. Right. Yeah, yeah we do. You know what I mean? <laughs> this, is, this is a game that doesn't end well for us. No, 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 no. And nobody's paying attention to it. I mean, and no. as you look back on history, the initial COVID reaction, like if you look back at it and see how crazy it was, like it totally is, holy crap, we released a bioweapon. What did we do? We're going to kill millions. Like they really thought they screwed up. And they released a bioweapon, which they did. They were just lucky it wasn't lethal enough to kill more people wait, than it did. Wait, because I still believe that thing has an incubation period. I've all I've always said it. I was like, that COVID thing is an incubation period. What it did early was well, what I felt it did. And I'm not a doctor. So I'm just let's see. This is my analysis. Okay, it's not a conspiracy. This is my analysis. What I think that that biological weapon from China did is, you know how yesterday I talked about that light switch on and off type of thing? A lot of people had underlying conditions. I think that it increased the underlying conditions for some people. Yeah, that's what killed them. That killed them. Okay. But I also think the incubation period was a whole lot longer down the road, especially with this long COVID thing that they talk about. Because once you get it, it's in, it's in you, you know. And with the with what the government decided to do, which I don't understand, is when they made the vaccine and Trump, this is on you, because you helped force them to to push it. They created a vaccine 
or no, they created this thing uh, in what June, July, put it out for emergency use. But what they were looking at, they were looking at all the symptoms and stuff from December, January, February, March, April, May. They were looking at all of that, right? And then they came up with the jab. People were still getting the mutated stuff after that. So, I, I mean, it, it's like, See, you okay, I, I'm more you worried about that. this for that. I'm but more worried it, about that than the, than the COVID. The COVID, I got COVID. I smoked 45 years, and I got COVID, and I lived. Yeah, you know but some it, people, and, and, and God bless you, I got COVID too. But I also got the antibodies. I, but, I'm, um, not, I'm not saying that it wasn't serious, but I'm saying that for me, basically, it's gone. Unless you got vaxxed, it's gone. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that the danger right. is in that quote unquote vax. That's what I'm scared has an incubation period. I'm All I'm right. thinking that we're starting to see that now. Well, that's what that's what my point is. So this is once again, I'm not a doctor, but neither you am know, I. Just, I'm just right. no, no, right, just right. my opinion. When you see somebody, so they inject the mRNA, it causes cells to mutate your body to attack those cells. AIDS. <laughs> Short term, when people have a reaction to the virus, it's because their body's not quickly enough attacking the mutated cells. Long term, nobody knows what these mutated cells do over time. Is your body able to kill them all? Funeral or... directors do. Right, but, yeah. Well, that's why when you hear about clots and some of that yeah. stuff, as this goes further out, that's people what are going to know. About. Right. But that's what I'm talking about. With that MNRA thing that yeah. you're talking about they rushed before they got to the end they tried right. to fix it in the middle and the thing mutated into different things beyond that and then they had to come in with the booster one booster two booster three <laughs> you know it, it's like Here, here's the thing you, have a cocktail. You, you know they keep on saying big pharma and all this right why would big pharma give a damn how many people got the vax when they got paid for it up front? Right. Nobody in America paid for a vax. That was all tax money from Trump. Yeah. And it was all front loaded. So what is the motivation to get so many people to get this thing? If it's not bad, you know, it's already paid for who cares, but I, there's this big push to get everybody vaxxed and to have these roles and these lists and everything else. And, People say and put them in prison if they don't get the vax. The vax well, is what it, scares me. I think initially it was because they were afraid that they released a bioweapon and they're like, we got to put this they with did. the COVID-19. So they're like, holy cow, this is going to get bad. And this could, I mean, in 20 years, it's going to come out that the USA was funding the Wuhan lab. We already know it now. We've seen enough. But it's going to be like weapons of mass destruction. How many years did that take to come out? And they waited for it to die yeah, down. This is going to be This is going to be bodies every day. Oh, right. That's not going to be the first NFL guy that dies on the field. No. Because they're all vaxxed. Yep. Or supposedly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, supposedly. But, I mean, I, I again, again, I, I, for me, for me, I still think that the initial delivery weapon, uh, when people did get COVID, I still think that nobody knows exactly what's going to happen down the road. Oh, true. With that. Five That's the bad part about down the road. Yeah, I mean, you know, you don't. I mean, they're already talking about the suddenly 
um, thing. And I, and and our sister passed away uh, last night. And yeah, fifty one. Fifty one, and many people say that she didn't get the bags. Okay, well, if she didn't get the bags, the, I mean, she had COVID-like symptoms at the end of November. That's that's what they're saying. Uh, if she didn't get it, then you know you you start talking about a biological weapon on the inside of of these people. And there, and, and and believe me, there are some uh, there are concern there are some conservative voices out there that did not get the vax that have been dying from COVID-like symptoms. Because uh, um, a, a few of those conservative radio hosts, they 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 say, I ain't getting it, I ain't getting it, and then they've been passing away young, but they don't have the vax. So I mean, whether China is working with the people over here. Well, let's let's remember how it happened now, because a lot of this is getting kind of changed up a little bit. What, from what I remember, what happened is at the time, President Donald Trump had just tariffed the hell out of China and their economy was crashing over it. Well, and the next thing you know, you got Anthony Fauci over at Wuhan doing all that, funding the, the gain of function research. And then when the, when the first outbreak happened, it happened in China and Italy because Italy has a big Chinese population. Yeah, Italy. Yep. And what happened was the Chinese Communist Party started putting people on planes. Yep. And flying them to other countries. It wasn't. It didn't escape out of the out of the lab. Right. Right. It, right. We got attacked by it. Yeah. And luckily, Donald Trump realized that and shut down those planes from China. Well, yep. you can't. You. I mean. You forgot one thing, and I and I never forget it. Is China uh, China was losing the 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 PR battle with um, the Hong Kong uh, that too. situation yeah. too, Absolutely. because the world was siding with Japan against China on that. The streets were filled up every night. As a matter of fact. Um, Japanese uh, um, civilians and stuff were holding up U.S. flags and Donald Trump's flags and stuff over there at night. I mean, they couldn't even move. There were so many people in the in the thing. And then the next thing you know, um, lockdown. Which, <laughs> to this day, to this day, and I don't know if I ever see it again. No, no. I mean, well, I I, I said that we would never see it again in the United States of America, and. I believe that it won't happen unless it's under uh, force. But in watching what um, China, the streets not have anybody on it. Yep. I was like, that looks like a goddamn movie. I mean, I, I was like, I mean, DC nobody. too, DC right. too, Pittsburgh everywhere. And then it ha then it started happening over here. When you start seeing the streets, nobody was in DC, nobody was in New York. Nobody, I mean, nobody was going to work um, between Baltimore and Washington. The, the, the hot, it was like a snowstorm without the snow. You know what I'm saying? Nobody was out there. I was well, like, think of how transformative me. those two or three years were in the history of the company, how much it made people dependent on the government, government aid. Think of right. how many people quit going to church. I mean, just think of that. And it was funny. My wife and I are back going to church now, and it's like we never missed church before the pandemic. And yeah. I mean, just just think of culturally now, how 
and then watch it on the internet. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. We should. We mentioned it briefly too, but for those who don't know, uh, Diamond from Diamond and Silk passed away last night. Yeah. So we offer our condolences to to them and their family and keep them in your prayers. Uh, on Twitter, there is a Give Fund Go uh, for uh, for forum to help cover some of the funeral expenses and whatnot. And uh, for those who don't know anybody that works in the conservative entertainment, like there's no 401k and there's no insurance plan, right? So uh, they're much like us. They're a self-funded show. And we don't always agree with all their political takes. They don't always agree with ours, but those are two great ladies. So I would encourage you to to Remember reach out. Remember me. Support. <laughs> What's that? Remember us, too. Remember right. us, too. So, I mean, it, yeah, I was thinking about that last night. Uh, she was 51. I just turned 54, but she she was 51. She was younger than me. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm starting to, you know, ain't it crazy how – People start dropping that you know around yeah. you. You, and know, you, you know when you're starting to get old. Right. When you start going to the obituaries first. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I knew a guy that used to do that. I'm like, dude, why do you I do did that too. all the time? Yeah. No, My babysitter. Like, My baby used to, <laughs> said he used to get the newspaper, and the first thing you do, you take that red band off, you open it up, you go all the way to the back. Okay. <laughs> who, who died? Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. She's gone? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, you know, I was like, oh, man. But, yeah, you're right. When they start dropping, they're younger than you. You start thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm there. You start thinking about certain things, don't you? You, yeah, you, you do. be like, okay, well, ow, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you look, you wake up, you make up what in the middle saying? of the night. I love a lump here. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I wake up in the middle of the night. I can't, I can't breathe out of my nose. <laughs> what is, is this the start of it? You know, but I don't know um, about you boys, but when I was young, I never thought I'd make it to over 40, much less 50 well, years. I, I'm a testament to the human body, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, here's um, here's the clip that you were talking about with Joe Biden and the classified documents. Oh, this is my you favorite. saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar a Lago. What did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen how one anyone could be that irresponsible and i thought what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods by that i mean names of people who helped or etc and it's just uh, totally irresponsible and you don't know wow those people are so self-important first off joe first off joe Trump and the documents that they found weren't on the floor. The FBI put them on the floor to spread them out so they could show the amount of documents that were down there. Number two, he just caught himself out. He was like, yeah, I was appalled that it was on the floor. Why? Because yours were uh, tucked away in a drawer. Right. Even though you had them, yours are tucked away in a drawer. So that makes it better. In okay. a building that hosted weddings and stuff on the roof and had all yeah. kinds of common areas. Anybody and could have fifty-five million dollars from the Chinese to that organization. Fifty-five million. That again, folks. Fifty-five million. Yep. And Nancy Pelosi's getting a sixty sixty million dollar building in her yeah. name. <laughs> Wayne's still on the omnibus bill. I am because I I, I think it's bullcrap. 
I think it's bull crap. I and, think and, it, it shows. It why shows the hell does Hakeem Jeffries wear lipstick? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the last couple of weeks has been so valuable for us if we take the lessons. Yeah. You got to yep. look that the Republican Senate is a POS. Yes. It just is. It, it just is. <laughs> It's a positive operation. It's a oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you've got twenty. You've got twenty allies in the house. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think it's more, or however many it is. But I think that the more is afraid. You mean like Jim Jordan? Like Jim Jordan, maybe. Like Jim Jordan, right? Yeah. Well, and I yeah. think that's how we exactly save the country. Like I think that's how we save the country. Is those twenty? Become twenty five, become twenty seven, become thirty, and it's just like the just like the people in the audience. Like we've talked about, like wear your USA hat, wear your Trump hat. Like when you see people out there standing up, it's easier for other people to stand up. Courage is contagious. That's courage is contagious. You got to look at your state, and you got if you have if you're from New York and you have a representative named Lawler, somebody needs to come out and primary him. Yes. If you're in Nebraska and your representative is Bacon, who thinks he's a Democrat, somebody needs to come out and primary him. This is doable, but we always focus on the general. We never focus on the primaries as much as we should. Right. That's the battleground, the primaries. Yeah. And the other thing is, for those of you that are able, there's a lot of people, especially now, that are not able to help candidates monetarily. Right. right. But you got to think outside of your district. And sometimes you got to think outside of your state. There's some districts that are hopeless. I live in one of them. But I'm not going to not do anything. I'm going to help some other district in another state that maybe I can do something about. But yeah, I, I, I good. I, I was talking with Laura Loomer last night. Um, I just happened to be in one of those chats with uh, with Laura in there. And uh, we were talking about grifters within the GOP. People, there's tons that, of them. Oh, it's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. And uh, a right is up here. Remembers uh, if you got the spotlight in the nineties, early two thousands, it's because you worked your ass up. You work. You worked, and they gave you the spotlight so that people could hear your message. With, especially with the Tea Party and different things like that, you worked your tail off, and people recognize you. That person wants to make a change for the conservative movement, and we need to highlight this person. Sooner or later, there began a switch where the conservative movement started highlighting social media influencers that had never done anything, been anywhere experience anything got any time on the field but they had large followings on their social media accounts and they were making funnies and making jokes and, and making people laugh and and uh, uh gaslighting and stuff and they started to become the voices of the conservative movement online and then they start pushing the people that really made a difference Laura Loomer's out there she locked herself out Twitter. She locked herself onto the door. She was she, she's telling them she's doing all the investigative work that Project Veritas taught her how to do. And nobody and, and the Republican Party people didn't even run to her aid. 
when she was kicked off of social media accounts, bank accounts, PayPal, Venmo, stuff like that. And we asked, well, how, how in the hell does the Daily Wire keep going up here? <laughs> yeah. And everybody else keeps being pushed down. And I had asked a question in the group. I was like, is it possible that we have some people on the inside of the conservative movement? And, you know, it's a rhetorical question for me. But is it possible we have some people on our side that have joined the other side that is pushing down our message of how to fix the Republican Party? Right. Okay. I mean, honestly, take, I mean, the answer is really easy on how to fix the party. It's just that the people at the top have put, have their, have their knees on our necks or their boots on our necks, choking advertisement out. Choking our wait, wait, wait. Calm down on Mitch McConnell. Let's not give Mitch McConnell <laughs> that much of a hard time. Tell it, yeah, t- telling us not to report on Mitch McConnell. Are you serious? Why? Because he can beat the other woman, but the guy can beat him. The the the, the guy was beating was was close to him, close to beating Mitch McConnell. And you're telling me to leave Mitch McConnell alone. Hey, Lindsey Graham is for the cause, man. He's gonna be okay. Lindsey Graham is a great guy. He's got so much. He's got so much time and tenure in. He's going to bring it home for South Carolina. Well, really, the uh, the thing kind of Wayne's touching on, and I've met and worked with Laura Loomer. She's a little kooky, but I love Laura. Like she takes you never doubt where she's landing, and you never doubt she's a patriot, and you never doubt that she has America's best interests at heart. And uh, I, yeah, I love her. I think she's great, and I don't always agree with everything she says. Just like the three of us won't agree. But what Wayne's touching on that's important, and when we talk about, like, supporting the show, I mean, I gave up a a job in corporate America to come talk on the Internet and create conservative content and do stuff to get the word out. And Wayne did that years ago. Hutch did that years ago. And we don't get to go to General Mills and say, hey, support us, because we say controversial things. And... The way they control everybody is through money. And that's how McCarthy got speaker. That's how McConnell keeps his job is because he controls the money. So that's why. Yeah, yeah, wait, it is food. We didn't even have that planned. And uh, but but no, I mean, oh, wait a minute. This is a good spot. This is a good spot. I see his eyes light up and then I see the banner. (laughs) But I I mean, seriously, like. Like my origin story doing this, like four years ago, I had a corporate job and then I was working for a digital marketing company. And when the thing got restructured, I'm like, you know what? I want to go create content and push content out to people that tells people the truth of what's going on. That's how I can change the world. And that's, you know, what everybody does. And I'm, I'm proud to work with these guys. They've been doing it for years and it takes courage for people to stand up. And But that's why it's important to support people that support you. And if it's not our podcast you like and you don't want to contribute to, like other, like give money to somebody who's spreading the word, you know? Why don't you like our podcast? We well, I'm just it. saying if they don't. Yeah, I think well, you should like our what's podcast. What's wrong yeah. with them? They don't like us. Right. We just, we just calling out people. That's all. <laughs> calling out people on both sides. And, and you know what? There's a freedom in that. There's a freedom in calling people out on both sides that, uh, that you can experience. Look, the only way to have an informed, uh, for uh, to have an informed voter 
is that you have to be informed of both sides. That's the only way you can make a decision, uh, well, make an informed decision. You have to know both sides. You have to. Now, yes, we lean right. We are right wing in our minds, in our hearts. But that allows us to say, okay, guess what? We need to clean. And that's another thing that was in that group last night. We need to clean up our side. We we know who the Democrats are. Boom. we know that the, those people over there. Are the, That's right. Don't waste any time knocking them yeah. down. We already know. We know who they are. We right. got to clean and, up and, our side. You can't fight a war with a guy at, with a bayonet at your back in your foxhole. Yeah, right. You lose that one. It's in. It's it's right there. Remember the scene in Green Berets when the guy's marching off how much how much distance to the ammo dump, and all of a sudden a mortars start coming in. That's what like, we got. That's what we got. Two hundred of them in the house. Yep. And yep. at it's least like, 18 of them in the Senate. Yeah. And then when you look up, you're like, I didn't know those people were in the uh, in the house were uh, against stuff. To, because if you just go to that this website and that website and whatnot, that these websites are not bent on informing you in that way. They're right. bent on taking your money and keeping you gaslit on certain issues. I put out something this morning. I was like, okay, guess what? A lot of y'all are talking about past issues. Okay, fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with past issues, but you got to wake up about what's coming. The digital currency thing is coming. The mm-hmm. digital, y- y'all are going to wake up on a Friday, Friday, no, a Saturday morning after being at the club on Friday night, and your bank accounts are going to be changed over to digital currency. You're going to be like, what the hell just happened? Right. Well, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree program we've been trying to hook you up on and guess what we've been telling y'all ma'am um uh, uh patriot supply get your food get get your um get your supplies because it's coming you can't spend all that money you can't spend printed money that don't have value well you can't keep brent printing it because sooner or later that machine gonna break down <laughs> that machine is like uh that's it. I ain't got no more for you. That's, you know, I, 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 that's done. I'm, let, I'm out. Let me, let me give a little analogy here that, that I heard uh, years ago that's really true. Back when we were on the gold standard, actually before the gold, we were, when gold, when a $20 gold piece, one ounce of gold, was worth $20 back in the 1800s, you could take that $20 gold piece and you could buy a really nice suit. You fast forward to today and you take an ounce, the same ounce, the same $20 gold piece is now worth $3,000. Yep. If you take that gold piece, you can go get a really nice suit. <laughs> the only thing that changed is the dollar. Right. That's the only thing that changed. Right. The dollar is now 3,000 times cheaper than it was right. when, when we were on the gold. And it keeps right. on getting cheaper. And it, it keeps, keeps on getting here. cheaper. And people are sitting there, oh, look how much you can get for an ounce of gold. No, no, man. That, that's telling you how worthless your paper is. Correct. Yep. yep. Because, I, I mean, the the nations over there, they're, 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 it, they're purposely making the dollar cheap. They're coming up with their own. Yes. They're coming up with their own currency or their own digital currency on top of that. But they're coming up with their own rules of what to play. And now flashback to that Hunter Biden laptop again and the Chinese Communist Party ownership of Biden. They're right. doing it for China. Yep. 
Yep. Well, and that even ties back us. into the COVID thing. The COVID thing, the only it way does. to get through it is to lock down and have us print a bunch of money. You yeah. know, that's why you have personally a credit card, right? Your car breaks down, you put the bill on it. And when you start living on your credit card, that gets bad. And if you think of us as a country, the COVID expenditures we did, although it was overblown, that's why you have a federal government. There was a, a crisis at the time. We had to make some financial decisions so the country didn't collapse. But now it's just accelerated our credit card spending. And I mean, when's the debt ceiling up, isn't that? February. It's coming February. Up. The other thing about that is, is uh, that we can't forget is the reason for the manufactured COVID situation was to get Biden elected. Right. It was to, actually, it was to make sure Trump didn't get elected. Right. And that was in China. Who, who benefits? Yeah. China. That's yep. the thing. Who benefits? That, that should be how we look at things. Who benefits from us hearing just these stories and not hearing about what's coming down the road? What's, I, look, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Cheeto, Cheeto boy. Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck has been talking about uh, the global currency thing like crazy lately. Nonstop, yeah. Yeah, and 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 I and um, actually, I think I think our favorite uh, uh, news guy, uh, radio guy, uh, Andrew, is his name? Oh man, he just went into the Hall of Fame. We like him. We like him a lot. Uh, Savage. Savage. Oh, Doctor Michael Savage. Yeah. Oh, Doctor Michael Savage. I'm like, who the heck's Andrew? Man, I could listen to him. Man, I called he, that he, show one time. <laughs> Did you? He, he sent me a book and everything. Yeah, it was cool. Nice. He is, he, he is so. He got so me through the Iraq man. War, boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I actually I, paid for that podcast. <laughs> I would listen to him on the way home uh, when I had to work late at night, but I would listen to Doctor Savage on the way home. I'll, I'll be like laughing, but listening. The funniest part was when somebody drunk called up. Oh yeah, <laughs> get on the phone. <laughs> I remember. Look, I, I remember one time when the when the uh, when the radio show was getting ready to begin, and it it, it 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 nothing was working right the first time. He was like, "Turn it off! Turn it off! Turn it off! We're out. We're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it." I was like, "That's the first time I heard somebody cancel the show that lied <laughs> their own and, show." And they went to a tape recording because the mics wouldn't work or whatnot. And I was like, oh, man, somebody going to lose their job over His this. studio looked like an old school one, too. Yeah, yeah. He had that big yeah. console with the rotary telephone on it. But um, we've been talking about the um, the Biden um, classified documents. And if many of you that joined afterwards, you really don't know too much about it, let, let us uh, give you a little sources tell CBS News the classified documents were discovered in this building about a mile from the White House at the offices of the Penn Biden Center, a foreign policy research institute set up after President Biden left the vice presidency. According to a source familiar with the matter, the classified documents are small in number and were found in November in a box among unclassified material. Sources would not characterize how sensitive the documents are. Responding to requests from CBS News, the White House counsel said that on November 2nd of last year, before the midterm elections, lawyers for President Biden were cleaning out office space at the center. When they discovered the documents marked classified in a locked closet, they stopped the work and contacted the White House.
White House lawyers then reached out to the National Archives, which is responsible for the records. The archives in turn contacted the Department of Justice. Attorney General Merrick Garland then tasked the U.S. Attorney in Chicago, John Lausch, a Trump appointee, with determining what is in the documents and how they arrived at the Penn Biden Center. The FBI is also involved in the preliminary inquiry, which a source says is nearing its conclusion. That's Jason, that's that's why I wanted to to jump in there with that chain of custody reporting thing so that everybody know exactly how that went down. Um I honestly I, I, I didn't know that they contacted the White House. But um you know it's it I mean for them to contact the White House and then the White House contact the National Archive, you know, that's well, here's the critical things. They found these documents, and they've been sitting there since he left the White House. Five years ago. Five years ago. And and it's in a building where the company owns it, has huge financial ties to China. It just came out a little bit ago that there was documents in there pertaining to Ukraine, China, and something else. And so, once again, like whatever the document issue is to me is secondary to me, the primary issue, because I think they overreacted to the Trump documents. They were locked in a thing in Mar-a-Lago. I don't think yeah. it's a nuclear codes. But my thing is, when are we going to get back to f- equal treatment in America? And all these people justifying what or why or how Joe Biden, the fact the FBI has not knocked on his door and said, we're going to search this property. We're going to go search your house in Delaware. Because if you forgot about those freaking documents in the Chinese office, there's probably something under your bed, you know, and and we're going to. And until as a country in Delaware, until it becomes equal enforcement, things are going to get bad fast. I mean, you talk about what's going to bring people in the streets with their guns, man. It is when they don't trust the legal system and they don't trust equal enforcement of the law. Just so everybody knows, this all this happened by the guy that's still the president, by Obama and Eric right. Holder. They put people in these agencies, in every single agency of the federal. The DOJ is never going to be cleaned until it's eliminated and we start over. Correct. Everybody in that agency is a political leftist. Yes. Every single one of them. That's at in the any, any, any position of power, of at leadership. The yeah. At the top and, and going down a long ways, too. Now, and I, this think, isn't I even think a during the election, theory. 95% of people in D.C. voted for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I was going to say, this isn't a conspiracy theory. Look at where they make their campaign donations. You know, I, I mean, they have to disclose that as federal as federal agencies. and But that's what we're fighting is they think it's okay because they think we're you know, racist, sexist, bigot, homophobic, insurrectionists. So they think they can treat us that way. And until that's why I was pissed off that McCarthy didn't punch back at Hakeem on that acceptance speech until we stand up and say, you know what? I'm not a racist. I'm not a bigot. I'm not a sexist. I'm not an insurrectionist. I just want America. I want to go. I want to live my life. I want to spend time with my family. I want to go to church. I want to do all these things without government tyranny. And and you guys are trying to institute all these communist practices. It's ridiculous. Laugh at them. Ridicule them. Ridicule them. (laughs) Don't don't participate. It only works if you let it work. Right. Call me whatever you want to call me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as you don't put your hands on me. That's right. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to laugh at your dumb ass all day long. 
all day long because that's what they do. It's right. rules for radicals. It's Saul Alinsky. It's written yeah. down. Yeah. Isolate them and ridicule them because yep. that's what they're trying to do to you. That's right. what they did to Donald Trump. It's what they did to George W. Bush. It's what yeah. they do. Yeah. And, they and the longer doing... we accept that, the more. And that's why I love one of the reasons I love President Trump. He said no. He said no. You're not going to treat Americans like that. And that's one of the reasons he has my loyalty. Yeah, he he has mine too. As long as long as he's in there, as long as he's in there, he has mine. If if he decides to leave, I'm out. Listen, listen to this analogy that a friend of mine told me last night. It's really neat. He said he was wondering all weekend why did Donald Trump support McCarthy? What the hell did he do that for? And he said, you know what? You know why he did it? Because he made it certain that no Democrat could vote for McCarthy when he did that. He made it impossible for a Democrat. You remember when he said his fear was that the Democrats would find somebody like Paul Ryan? He said that when he, wouldn't, when he was going hard for McCarthy. I think he, he, he hedged his bets and came out full-throated for McCarthy so the Democrats couldn't vote for him. It'd be like they were voting, it would be like they were voting for Trump. And then you hear all those phone calls of Trump coming to all these people. He might have played it right there. He might have made a deal. But he might know, take he might take McCarthy and force McCarthy to go against McConnell. Yeah, because he because he did come out against McConnell. He's uh, pissed at McConnell yesterday. Man. Yeah, he yeah he's he's like he needs to be primary. But here's the thing though, he just got he, he just got reelected. It's too late. I know you're right. You're talking about six years, man. Two years I mean, ago. Two years yeah. ago, that's that's when we should have got him. Yeah, I mean, it, it's too late now unless you, unless you impeach him now. But his his age, he ain't gonna run again, probably. Who McConnell? So what, yeah, yeah, what you got to do in Kentucky? You got to get somebody ready. Well, here's the thing, too. You don't need to primary McConnell necessarily. You got another election in a year and a half that looks really good for Republicans. I saw that. I saw and that. You got and a primary. It, you got a primary Barrasso in right? Wyoming in 2024 and Romney. Uh, They're both you, primary. Yeah. You could get both of those guys. And if yeah. you start getting MAGA, pro-America, whatever you freedom caucus, whatever you want to call them, you start getting those people in the Senate, they're going to cut Mitch's nuts off. You because, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, the, he won't support MAGA candidates, and that was what was so powerful with the six that stood against him. They weren't supported by McCarthy. Right. They didn't need McCarthy's money. So they didn't have ties to him. And that's why a lot of the 200 had to vote for McCarthy because they were bought and paid for. So these MAGA, re, MAGA Senate elections coming up in a year and a half, that's going to be huge. So if we get the we're, right candidates in there. And we're going to have to re, we're going to have to rethink our, our romance with some of these guys, too, like freaking Marco Rubio. We need to start looking at what he's done in the last several years when he was chairman of the House Intel or the Senate uh, Intelligence Committee. Mm-hmm. And now, now my man Tom Cotton, who voted for the Amos, that's a death sentence to me, man. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. We had a glimmer of hope in the House, and Tom Cotton voted against it. That's what happened. You have been watching the Wayne Dupree podcast. Make sure that you are sharing the show when you can share the show. Share the show. And as Jason and and Hutch have talked about. Um, we are listener, view, listener and viewer funded, so um, you know we need we need your support. Before before we go, 
Um, got some breaking news. A House Republican has filed impeachment charges against Mallorcas. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah, probably probably because of what is happening at the border. And uh, let me... Can we get somebody named Smith or Jones or something? Let's stay away from the Mallorcas's when it comes to the... <laughs> When it comes to the border, just this time, just one time. And this is, uh, just call me uh, Captain Ahab, because this is my Moby Dick. I mean, um, George Santos is my Moby Dick, man. I mean, I, I, I just just can't, I can't deal. I can't deal. But, I mean, because I think the reason why is because we've been preaching for so long that our side needs to be cleaned up. And I just can't get it out of my mind that this dude got in there the way that he got in there. We made fun. We went to the mattresses on uh, Pocahontas. And this guy gets in there, and we're going to give him the green light. I'm like, that's not right. In my heart, that's not right. Now, uh, the House Republican leader had something to Well, you saw him seated last week. There were no challenges to that. This is something that's being handled internally. Obviously, there were concerns about uh, what we had heard, and so we're going to have to sit down and talk to him about it, and that's something that we're going to deal with, uh, just like there's a lot of other things we're going to deal with. Meaning, you ain't, you ain't getting on, on no committee. <laughs> I can't stand watching Stefanik. Me neither. I don't trust her. I, I didn't trust her from the beginning. I don't trust her now. And I heard that she said some stuff about Trump. No, I'm sure she did. I heard that she said some some crazy stuff about President Trump. So, Whatever happened to to, to my man's uh, accusations of MTG? Ali, Ali's back on. He's on Twitter. He's on Ali Akbar. He he's back on Twitter. It 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 looked like. It looked like on his uh, what do you call it on his Telegram. It looked like he was pulling back, and I was like, "No, don't, no, don't do that. Don't pull back. Go full thrust. Go <laughs> forward. Go. I mean, take it out you, right you now. You got some. Take it out. I mean, you know, I, that's the reason why our side continues to 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 uh, you know. She might have called him. She might have called him and talked to him. You never know. You know." But the only way to clean up our clean up our crap is like we got to get in our own bathroom. We got to take take some uh, uh, bathroom stuff. You know, y'all, if y'all clean scrubbing up your bubbles, man, scrubbing, scrubbing bubbles. bubbles. Yeah, yeah, let it sit and let it marinate, and then wipe. You know what I'm saying? Get 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 all that mildew, get all that stuff. Have a clean bath. That's what we need to do with Republican Party because, like I said, we know who the Democrats are. They ain't going nowhere. They've been there. For, for a century and a half, they're, we know they're, we know they're they're irredeemable. Yes, they're ir, they're ir, irredeemables. Okay, and they know it. And guess what? They're like I said, they ain't going anywhere. They ain't afraid of us. They're not. To tell you the truth, they're not. Anytime they're not. They're not afraid. They're, they're, they're not afraid of the Republicans. Right. Oh, they're, oh, they're afraid of us. They're, they're afraid, afraid of the MAGA. Right. 
Right. Right. I, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, God damn my Cowboys. They they lost the other day, man. They they look really bad doing it. But your Vikings look good, but then they lost too, didn't they? Yeah, the Vikings are see see the Vikings are kind of like the the classic uh, like Republican Party, where they're going to give you hope and then crush your soul, yeah. and they're going to find the most painful way to do it possible, mm-hmm. you know. And that—that's kind of what I've come to expect with the traditional Republicans. They'll put on this good show, and you'll be like, "Yeah, this is our year." He's and Oscar then Tom Cotton votes for the omnibus bill, and you're like, "God dang it! I yeah, thought we had one." It's going to be a red wave, right? But that's why we keep fighting, guys. If folks like us don't don't fight the battle, nobody's going to, you know. Red wave, yeah. Oh man, we're gonna take it over, man. We're gonna take it over, and, and then you don't hear nothing else from them, like they never said it, right? All right, well, I'm glad Mag, I, at like least now I, I never have to listen to Newt Gingrich again, right? Oh, that man. was cheap, yes. He came out, he came out like uh, he's Don King promoting Mike Tyson. Oh, McCarthy's with, with his, be a better, better leader than uh, Mitch McConnell with his 1980s okay. playbook. Yeah, yeah, that's right, not a that's not a compliment. I know, right? It, yeah, whatever. I mean, the bar it is, is low there. New. It is fun in the chat seeing the horror stories of sports fans. Try being a Bear, a Raiders fan, <laughs> Terry. Oh. They're way better than the Bears. I'm a Dolphins oh. fan. <laughs> yeah, oh. thanks, thanks, Dolphins fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a Steelers fan. Play look, the, the playoffs were like right there, for right, the right uh, there. I was like, the whole oh, stadium man. got quiet. <laughs> that was that was a good game too. It was. I was like, oh man, that rookie's gonna take him to the playoffs. All right, and then all of a sudden, Miami got that little sissy field goal. I was like, oh, it was six man. to six the whole game. It was six to six. It's up on the scoreboard, and then to make it worse. It didn't. It didn't update, and the guy had to tell us. Right. <laughs> the announcer's like, "Hey, don't worry about that. They're nine six now." Dude. Like what? Oh man. man. All right. Uh, we'll be back to, tomorrow's Wednesday, so we'll be back tomorrow. Anything on the legislative docket tonight? I really don't know. Nothing too much. I mean, they're starting to do work, which is kind of fun to watch. C-SPAN. They were like, you know what? They had an hour debate last night that I right. watched. I wa- look. I, I, I'm like, oh, okay, all right. This is this is kind of. I remember it used to being like that though. about right? the IRS. It was great. Yeah, yeah. It was five. How five about all those years. Democrats coming up and tell you it was a good thing? Yeah. I don't know. How, look, I, I was. I cannot believe that y'all are doing that. I can't I believe it. Oh, it's 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 um it's eighty billion over ten years. We need to have 87,000 more agents to help people. Right. Oh, right. my God. When did the Democrat Party support radical expansion of, of the IRS? The IRS like such- should be abolished. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, why are we even paying taxes if they can just print all the money they want? Let's be honest. This, you know? is, for, this is for people because people leave and we need to hire more. Well, you don't need more money to hire more people. Right, you just you replaced him with that left with a with a less salary than he had. Yeah, right. that's how you do it, you know. And seriously, why do the IRS agents need guns? Just saying. Oh, and like they said they didn't. They said, "Oh no, they don't have guns." That's people are trying to make them out to be law enforcement. Read the like, job yeah. description posted online. Yeah, 
And and let us not forget, at the end of Obama's time in office, he was giving DHS members guns. Right. And ammunition on top oh, of that. You know what? Before we leave, mm-hmm. there is justice in two areas. Mike Rogers, the drunken guy with the toupee that from Alabama that came down and got match face, stepped down or said he was going to step down from his committee chair. Yep. And Department of Homeland Security fired Crenshaw. Yes. And hired General Green. Yep. 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 And Green, Green, they say, is up um rising, up and coming. Yeah, he hasn't been in A there veteran, very long. Too. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know much combat about veteran. him. Combat veteran, combat veteran, yeah. right? Flight flight surgeon for the 160th SOAR, yeah. which is special operations out of Fort Bragg or Fort Obama, whatever it's called now. Treasury Secretary, breaking news: Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen will remain in the post at President <laughs> yeah. Biden uh, over. Oh goody! Yes, over um, as the debt showdown nears. So Janet Yellen is going to remain in the which guy. I, look, my vote is already uh, 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 let the debt go. I mean, not let it go, but don't raise the ceiling. Nope. Cut. This okay. is going to be very interesting to see. It, if it's raised, like like we've been saying, we'll know who did it. Because we're going to have that on. Um, we're going to put C-SPAN on this show. We're going to watch those debates. We're going to watch that. And I bet you. At least, at least, two hundred and I say, I don't know whether it's going to be two hundred and twenty, but I would say a good two hundred and a solid two hundred and five, two hundred and six. We'll probably say cut spending. You could then, see some others. You could see some others. We'll see. It would we'll be see. nice to see this courage catch fire. It. We'll see. And and the way the way that you make it happen is the primaries. Yep. Yeah. That's how you scare them. Yeah. Because they're whores. They'll do whatever you tell them to do. Whatever they're getting paid to do. Right. You need to scare them though really bad though with those primaries. I mean, it has to be something other than just the word primary. There has to be something else attached to it, like I don't know, weapons, guns, something like that. But <laughs> you're not advocating for violence. I'm not reason. advocating for violence. Just advocating for caring some people into thinking that there could be. Right. Um, Jason, give me your last thoughts and what are you working on? All right. Uh, well, two things. Uh, first, just for show meeting, if you were chatting with Laura, we used to try to get her on for a few minutes. Laura Loomer's a freaking hoot. <laughs> and I would love to have her on the show. As we take kind of our theme for this year is we're going rhino hunting. And as we build up to primaries, we're going to talk about what things we do. No one is a bigger rhino hunter than Laura Loomer. Man, she is, like I say, she, oh, yeah, he's got the hammer now. So I think that would just be a blast for the audience. Uh, The other thing is everybody talks and asks what they can do. And I wanted to share something that I learned at church this week. They were talking about, uh, oh, look at that. Award-winning show. Award-winning podcast, baby. 2014. Look at that. Let's win again. Me, uh, so at church this week, they talked about the gratitude journal. And so they gave us all books. And every day you write down like the three or four things that you're grateful for today. And every day, no matter how crappy it is, you have things you're grateful for. Hey, I got to wake up and kiss my wife. Hey, I had a nice dinner, whatever it is. 
Um, but something like this is what you need to do with what am I doing to save the country? And everybody every day can do one little thing or two little things to help. If that's share an article from Wayne's website, or if that's like and share a comment, or if that's support the show, or if that's even like wear your patriotic hat. Just if if everybody listening just does focus on doing, I'm going to do one, two, or three things a day to help the show, like it or help the cause. It's going to be huge, and that's where uh, and that's where, like I say, I think the gratitude journal got me thinking of what can we do to encourage the audience. Just do one, two, three little things a day to help save the country, and uh, country will be a, be a better place for it. Peace out till tomorrow. That's what you Much. were going to my optimism candle that my wife gave me for, for Christmas that I didn't light yet. Oh. <laughs> Much needs that. <laughs> optimism candle. What story, what story has got you... You know, there's a there's a scandal breaking right now down at Fort Bragg. Um, there's some special forces uh, soldiers that are under investigation for drug trafficking and human trafficking, and the FBI's there, the CID's there. It's a really big deal. They called a whole unit back. Uh, so I'm I'm following that. That's a it's tragic. Have y'all seen that? Um Camp Lejeune uh, commercial thing that keeps coming up. Oh, I get e emails just as much as the Nigerian. <laughs> the prince. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm is a like, thing, though. That is a thing. But see, this is how the government does it. This is what I hate about the military. Yeah. They wait till they're all dead. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're still talking about Agent Orange and people are dead. They've been dead. You know, I mean, they, they like they're starting to talk now about Camp Lejeune's water and the right. burn pits that I freaking inhaled back in 2007. Yeah. You know, they wait until, until there's like three left. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. They do it all the time. Look, I look. I've seen that commercial so much. I'm starting to think. Well, Dan, was I down there at any time <laughs> in my career? I mean, did the winds blow in my direction or something? I mean, damn. I used to sit there and watch those burn pits, especially on certain days when they went around to all the mess halls and got the fry oil and burned it in the incinerators. Yeah, I remember it wasn't even an incinerator; it was a burn pit. But I remember looking at that big, thick cloud of black smoke and saying, somewhere there is a that village that way that hates our ass. Yeah. <laughs> right. You yeah. know, because it's got to land somewhere. That stuff's heavier than, than air. It's just hot now. Right. But when it cools off, it's coming down, and it's black. Man. Somewhere there's a village that hates us. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless. Why do you believe what you believe? Because at some point in your life, you trusted the information that somebody was giving you. And that someone you trusted told you that a car was a car, a tree was a tree, a bird was a bird, the blue stuff above you is the sky. And that's the way that we began to determine what we believe to be a fact. Most of the things that we believe to be a fact in our lives are told to us through our stories or the news that we hear. So my question would be, if they were deceiving you with the stories they tell you, 
Would you be able to recognize that? You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.